wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website, sundrahealing.com. We have an incredible show lined up here today, and we have Elliot Cowan here, and he is going to be guiding us through our journey today. We are exploring the topic of plant spirit medicine. Welcome, Elliot. It is a pleasure to have you on the show today. Yes, welcome, Elliot. Well, thank you, Rebecca. It's good to be with you, and you too, right? Now, Elliot... uh, For our listeners, anybody who wants to learn more about the plant spirit medicine or to get in touch with Elliot and his uh, training center, his uh, website is bluedeer.org and the email address is P for plant, S for spirit, M for medicine, info at bluedeer.org. All right, Elliot. Elliot is uh, author of the book called Plant Spirit Medicine, and Boyd and I have just had the pleasure of reading that book, and it was so fascinating and just resonated with our spirit and our hearts. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's one of the reasons we asked Elliot to be on the show, because it did resonate with us so deeply. Um, Elliot, I'm wondering if, uh, like, uh, we got some information, our personal information, and some knowledge from the book. I'm wondering if you'd be able to share with our listeners now, what exactly is plant spirit medicine? Well, plant spirit medicine is uh, actually more than one thing, but uh, the first thing I'd say is it is a form as a healing modality. And uh, it turns to plants as the agents of healing, uh, like other forms of um, herbalism, but in, in a somewhat different way in that... Um, the aspect of the plant that we turn to to provide healing is the plant as a living being, uh, a being of great awareness, a being of great uh, wisdom, uh, has a lot of uh, feeling, and uh, plants in general seem to be very generous and well disposed towards people. So that aspect of the plant uh, is what I refer to when I call it a plant spirit. And we find that uh, the spirit of the plant has a special capacity to touch and help bring balance and healing to the human spirit. So in that way, it is a, um, a form of uh, healing, of medicine, of spiritual healing. And um, it also um, can provide uh, for people who are not, uh, well, uh, not receiving the medicine from a healer directly, but can provide a way of, um, of contacting uh, that uh, living, 
quality, the wisdom and awareness of plants that opens a kind of doorway to the livingness and the wisdom of the rest of the natural world. Um, so in that way, plant spirit medicine is both a, um, as I say, a healing modality, a form of spiritual healing, and um, also provides a, a fascinating and I think very valuable form of um, spiritual exploration and discovery. Hmm. Now, Elliot, would you be able to give us um, perhaps an example of how um, how one would use uh, or um, connect with the plants in this way um, to facilitate the balance and the healing uh, that they're needing? Maybe a story of uh, somebody that you've worked with. Mm-hmm. Yes, well... Um well, first of all, I just want to say for the sake of uh, clarity that uh, with this uh, healing modality, and in fact, uh, uh, I would say most others, um, most healing modalities uh, don't really um, advise people to uh, take on their healing uh, all by themselves, but rather turn to uh, another for help in that uh, with their healing. And that's because, of course... Um, one doesn't have the same kind of vision and clarity about what one needs for oneself as mm-hmm. uh, as someone else. So, uh, um, so it's not primarily a form of self-healing, although um, having a contact and uh, and building relationship with plants as living beings uh, is uh, well indirectly a great source of healing in itself. But, um, well, now I'll try and answer your question. (laughs) Um, Having said that, so um, mm, I'd like to to go about it this way and to make uh, maybe a a form of of contrast uh, between how plant spirit medicine uh, works and how more conventional forms of uh, herbalism uh, go about things, at least uh, from a Western perspective. So Perfect. this is going to, what I'm going to do is tell you a little story here, which is uh, fictional, uh, but it could very well be uh, real. Um, so um, let's say uh, a person goes to a uh, conventional uh, Western herbalist, and uh, the herbalist says, well, what's your problem? And he says, well, I'm in big trouble here. I have a serious um, degenerative disease of the kidneys, and it's called uh, glomerular nephritis. Um, and the doctor says that this uh, could very well be fatal, and I'm wondering if you could help me. So, in a manner of speaking, the herbalist might go to uh, have a little chat with one of his uh, plant friends and say, uh, listen, there's this person who's come from for help and he's really in trouble, can you help him? And uh, again, as a matter of speaking, the plant might say, well, what seems to be the problem? So the herbalist might say, well, he's got a kidney disease called glomerular nephritis. Now, that is a way of looking and talking about things that uh, very well might not make a lot of sense to a plant. Glomerular nephritis, what the heck is that? Well, it's a kidney disease. 
And the plant might say, uh, uh, kidneys, what are kidneys? I don't have any kidneys. The point there is that um, the, um, the practitioner or the healer uh, is speaking a language which is quite foreign to um, the plant itself. Now, if the same person with the same uh, illness were to go to a plant spirit medicine healer and uh, present the same sort of situation, well, the plant spirit medicine healer would take a great deal of time to talk with the person and uh, understand their life and their history and see what's really going on. And then he might go to one of his plant friends and say, uh, well, there's a person in a lot of trouble, can you help? And the plant might say, well, what seems to be the problem? Now, uh, in this case, the healer might say something like, uh, well, you know, the source of joy and passion and love and laughter sunshine and warmth in this man's life was his relationship with his beloved wife who tragically died in an auto accident three years ago. And since that time, it's like the sunshine has gone away, the warmth is gone, he's become cold, he's become damp, and uh, that's been making him sick. Can you help bring the fire and the warmth and the heart back to this man's life? Now you see... The man is, uh, the healer is talking a language that the plant understands. A plant lives by uh, the warmth of the sun and knows that very well. And the plant might say, well, of course I can help you. I told you a long time ago, I've got plenty of fire and like to share it around. And of course, uh, and so therefore the, uh, the treatment uh, might very well have nothing to do with the uh, kidneys per se, as they're understood but rather uh, a way of touching the man's spirit to bring back the warmth and the sunshine, the love and the laughter into his life. So um, the plants are, um, have the capacity to do that. And uh, from their wisdom, which is hard to understand, but there it is, they, they can see very well what, uh, what we need. So um, that's my attempt to answer your short question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, thank you very much. There, there was a lot of clarity in there. Um, so it's okay. not necessarily something that somebody is going to do on their own, but would want to come to um, someone such as yourself that can assist them who has been uh, working with the plants and um, has the, the understanding and the knowledge and the experience. Yes, that's, that's really... Um that's really the best. And, and also, uh, reaching out for help to another, whether it's in the form of healing or any other way, is actually an important part of healing itself because part of uh, many of our illnesses and afflictions have to do with uh, feeling and acting in isolation, like we're separate. And when we do that, we uh, tend to cut ourselves off from this amazing and... Uh, a mysterious uh, source of healing, which is the world itself. I'm speaking particularly here about the natural world. So uh, reaching out for help is uh, is almost always a, a good thing to do. Mm, yeah, thank you for sharing that, because that's something that um, most people, most of us, have a hard time doing. We have 
you know, been um, become very independent. And I, I know a lot of people that Boyd and I run into in our practice have a really hard time asking for that help. But you're right, it's really, really important. Yeah. Yeah, and when they do, you, there's such an outgoing amount of gratitude in the fact that somebody's willing to listen and help. I'm sure you experience that often as well. Yes. Yes, well, you know, it's uh, it's something that our society uh, really favors and reinforces over and over again, this whole matter of um, personal this and personal achievement and personal everything. It's all about you, you know. Um, but... Um, you know, in the um, scope of things, in the scope of human history, that's a very novel and, uh, I would say, aberrant uh, way of approaching life. Rather than approaching life through an experience of being part of everything and in relationship to everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And relationship is always, good relationship is always a matter of exchange, you know, give and take. Absolutely. But, as I say, um, our culture, our society at large, really reinforces uh, this whole um, uh, view of independence. And, um, well, if you isolate yourself, then when you need help, you have only your own small resources um, to call upon, which are much smaller than the resources of this this whole sacred and uh, mysterious uh, world that we live in. So... um, but I'd, I'd like to go back just for a moment to uh, your uh, question you asked uh, Rebecca a moment ago. And Elliot, can uh, I just, I'm going to interrupt you for one moment. We have to go to a break, and when we come back, I would like for you to pick up exactly where you're leaving off right now. Very good. Okay, so uh, we will see you all on the other side in two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. 
To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking with Elliot Cowan about plant spirit medicine today. And when we left, uh, just before the break, Elliot was going to uh, make a point uh, that we hadn't had a chance to get to yet. I'll let you go into that now, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so what I was going to say, um, thanks for reminding me, Rebecca, is that, um, as I said right at the beginning of the show, um, plant spirit medicine is a healing modality form of spiritual healing. Um, but it also is a, you could say it's a form, uh, can be engaged as a form of, um, well, I would call it education or um, spiritual exploration. And what I mean is that uh, even for people who are uh, not particularly uh, interested in receiving healing um, or uh, not particularly interested in becoming a healer themselves, there are a lot of people who do benefit tremendously by shorter programs, which, um, you know, as I said at the beginning, we deal with plants as uh, very wise living uh, beings who have tremendous awareness, I mean, unbelievable awareness. And it is possible to experience that for oneself. And in doing that, uh, one begins to move into a whole different and richer and more satisfying uh, relationship with the world as being alive and aware. So uh, that's another source of uh, potential benefit uh, for people who are interested in engaging in plant spirit medicine. Even that that's awesome. not be for their personal healing. Okay, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that and adding that in, Elliot. Uh, I'm interested in how you yourself got involved with plant spirit medicine. Uh, well, you might not be surprised to know, it's a bit of a long story, but um, <laughs> just to say some of the main highlights, um, in the early 70s, I was one of the Back to the Landers. Uh, some of our listeners may be old enough to remember that, <laughs> that time. I was one of them, I was working on a small farm, and I had a goat that fell sick, and I uh, eventually reluctantly took her to the vet who quickly diagnosed her as having a goat disease, the name of which I don't remember, and pronounced that she would go blind and then die, and there was really nothing that could be done with her, uh, for her, to help her. And um, he gave me a prescription. He said, if you want to try something, you can try this. But um, since he already said it wasn't going to work, I decided that I would see if I could try something else. And I wasn't going to kill her because she was going to die anyway, so... Um, I looked up a, uh, a recipe or a prescription in a book of herbal um, veterinary medicine for her condition, and I found all the ingredients were growing on the farm where I was living, and I dosed her up, and within a very short de- uh, number of days, she was perfectly well again. So this opened my eyes to the whole field of natural healing and healing with plants in, in particular. Um, 
So I uh, I used that sort of um, homegrown medicine uh, for a while and had some interesting successes. Um, but I soon found out that uh, in order to help people as much as they could be helped, I needed to know a lot more than I could uh, discover just on my own and reading a few books. So I looked for a teacher. And um, the teacher I found that uh, was speaking what I wanted to hear, it turned out, was not an herbalist himself and wasn't teaching that, but was teaching a particular form of uh, Chinese acupuncture, which I studied and practiced successfully. And after about 10 years' time, something in me told, told me that um, there was a very deep, deep form of healing available from plants deeper than was currently available, and that um, I took it upon myself to try and find out uh, how to reach that and make it available to people. And, um, well, I tried various ways to go about that, uh, most of which, uh, or all of which, uh, turned out to be dead ends. And uh, finally, it was suggested to me by a friend that uh, I might be able to learn from uh, shamans how to uh, speak and listen to the spirits of the plants, and they might be able to teach me what I was looking to learn. So um, I tried that, and I found that it worked very well. So um, I had a background in healing, and uh, I spoke a language of healing that the plants understood very well, and uh, it turned out that they were um, uh, eager to help, and uh, actually uh, grateful uh, for being asked because they said that helped them uh, complete their mission and destiny. So that's a short version of that story. (coughs) And Elliot, how... I guess guess we're trying to um, get down to to the... nuts and bolts of it a little bit as to how the plant spirit medicine actually works for somebody. Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing I have to say about that, uh, without apology, is that it is quite mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I thought you might say that. (laughs) Uh, Well, good. Uh, Yeah, and after um, doing this medicine for now many years and teaching it for many years, uh, I know that it works. I have so many, uh, so much evidence. But uh, to answer a question like that, exactly how do the plants do that? Um, I don't know. Um, but uh, I don't, I'm not bothered by that because I do know that it does work. But I will say this, that um, this form of calling on uh, plants as healing agents is really based on relationship. It's like the healer must make uh, make friends or make allies uh, with different plants who, out of the basis of that friendship, will offer uh, what kind of medicine they uh, have uh, to be shared with others. And um, then the healer has the job of uh, doing best to look deeply into the life of the person and understand... Uh, What is it that that person needs um, to uh, come back to balance and and completion? And uh, once that is touched upon, once it's known, then he or she uh, 
can turn to one of the plant friends that he or she has and ask them to um, share um, those very qualities that the person needs. And, um, and they do. Now, I've discovered over the years that there are many, many, many different forms of what I call plant spirit medicine. I discovered something I didn't know at the beginning, which is that plant spirit medicine in this way is a universal human phenomenon. Every people have it or have had it. There are many different approaches, but they're all based, uh, they're all very similar, uh, have a similar basis. And that is based on a relationship with this living, uh, wise, and aware quality of the plant world and calling on that for help uh, for people who need help. So, um, you know, some people make uh, preparations or tinctures or uh, smokes or um, uh, some people are given um, songs, uh, healing songs by the plant that uh, bring in the medicine. There's so many ways that I've heard of um, that it can work. But the basis is always uh, relationship. So for myself, and what I teach my students, is that um, we can ask the, uh, the healing quality of the spirit of the plant to, to actually uh, simply come through our hands. And by just gently placing our hands on the person, calling for the medicine to come through, uh, it does. Oh, that's and uh, you could ask, how does that happen? And as I said before, I really don't know. But uh, I've been shown hundreds and probably thousands of times over and over again that it does happen. Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, you, you keep talking about the, the plant spirit um, and yes. finding what plant... Uh, We'll make friends with you. Can you tell me maybe perhaps a meeting you've had with one of the, the plants and how you found your plant spirit? The ones that are willing sure, to help you? To. Yeah, yeah I'll, I think I'll tell you about the, the first time this happened for me. And um, as I said before, you know, I sort of reached a dead end in trying to um, discover what the deep, deeper medicine of plants might be and how to access it and deliver it to others. And so, um, uh, uh, finally, I was, uh, since I couldn't find uh, any other way, I was uh, trying to, as I said, um, see if the plants themselves might, uh, might teach and show me. So, I spent some time, uh, I selected a plant that I had uh, used uh, in sort of a um, first aid way in my early days on the farm, and... Uh, I got to know it even better than I knew it before. Spent some good quality time with it outdoors in its natural uh, home where it grew, and um, and then using a uh, kind of methodology that uh, no doubt some of your listeners may be familiar with from uh, something I call household shamanism. Uh, <laughs> entered into a into, entered into a dream state while still awake. And in the dream state, was looking for the plant and hopefully the spirit of the plant. So the plant did appear in the dream world. It was a lot bigger in the dream world than it is in the waking world. And uh, next to the plant was standing a young woman, uh, quite ordinary looking in most ways, but uh, in one way not ordinary looking at all, in that she had large transparent wings sprouting from her shoulders. 
Now, I just took it that this was the form that the spirit of the plant was taking in order to make itself known to me. So I introduced myself. I said my name. Uh, I thanked the, the plant for the help that it had given, uh, particularly the healing, um, you know, um, infections, uh, you know, infected wounds and that sort of thing. And I said, you know, that my, my training and my practice as a healer has shown me that as important as our physical aches and pains are, that there's a, a deeper uh, pain that um, eclipses that, and that's a plain pain or a, a need that uh, lives in a deeper place. You could call it our heart or our soul or our spirit. Whatever. I didn't know quite what to call it. And I asked if this particular plant would be willing um, to share medicine for that as well. And um, so the young woman that I took to be the spirit of the plant uh, was silent for quite some time, looking at me uh, intently as if to check me out. And I guess I passed her inspection after a while. <laughs> but she came, she came close to me and started to speak. She said, yes, I'm going to help you with that. And I want you to know my brothers and sisters, the other plant people are also going to help you. She said, we're uh, grateful to be asked for this because, uh, you know, as plant people, uh, we need to be asked. And uh, we've been waiting for about 200 years for somebody to ask us for this kind of medicine again. And then she gave me a kind of a lecture on the nature and the, um, the use of uh, her medicine for the spirit. And... Um, after it was over, I thanked her again, and then, well, came back to the waking state. And I hurried home with a lot of eagerness to see whether her promise that the other plants would also help were it to be true. And I found out that it was. So, uh, in a very short time, I uh, came into a, a quite a large uh, body of uh, this kind of deep uh, plant spirit knowledge and eventually started inc incorporating that into my healing practice. And uh, eventually that uh, eclipsed the uh, acupuncture practice that I had had uh, for a number of years. So, wow. that's one story. Wow. That's a very powerful story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could listen to those uh, stories from you all day long. But we are coming up on a break, so we're going to go to a break and we'll see everybody again in two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. 
Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking with Elliot Cowan today about plant spirit medicine. And Elliot, I have a question for you. Uh, okay. It seems it seems like lately, especially, there's uh, a lot of interest in experiencing uh, plant spirits through the use of uh, plant preparations. Uh, you know, ayahuasca is one that comes to mind, and I'm wondering if that's what's involved in any way with what you call plant spirit medicine. Uh, no, it's not, uh, certainly not directly. Um, the, uh, the use of those uh, kinds of uh, plants is, a, is um, well, it's a very different, uh, different thing. Um, and uh, it's something that requires uh, a very special um, ritual circumstances and very special preparation and, and so forth. Um, not to say that it can't be very beneficial, but um, because it can be very beneficial, but only under the right circumstances. Uh, those plants are, um, have a great deal to offer, but uh, in return, um, they also require a great deal. And, uh, but in any case, uh, that's not uh, what, what I call plant spirit medicine is about. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. Um, there's there's probably a ton of questions about that, but since that's not where you um, your focus is, then yeah. probably leave, leave that for a future show somewhere down the road. Yeah, there's a lot that could be, and I think should be spoken about that, a lot that uh, is poorly understood. But as you say, uh, that's a, a different fish to fry or whatever. yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the stuff that you can buy online, you probably, um, people should maybe consider um, doing it in an environment where it's controlled and people know what they're doing and not just buying the bottle of ayahuasca and, and taking it home and taking it. Uh, I'm yeah, wondering, Elliot, uh, what is available for people who uh, who want to explore uh, plant spirit medicine? What, what kind of services, what, what do you offer at your... Um, your site. Okay, well, we offer um, uh, a variety of uh, short programs, uh, ranging from the shortest would be uh, uh, short talks, 
or um, evening fire gatherings uh, focused around plant spirit medicine. Uh, we have a one-day program called the Plant Spirit Medicine Doorway, uh, which uh, gives people a peek, at least a peek, uh, through the doorway that plants offer into the living awareness of the natural world. Uh, we have a five-day program that's uh, similar in its focus, but uh, goes with into deeper, into greater depth, uh, which is possible because it is a little bit longer. And then we also have a, a very lengthy um, training, professional training program uh, for people who are actually interested in becoming plant spirit medicine healers. And uh, those programs are uh, available in a, in a variety of different locations. Uh, mostly in the United States, although um, they have been offered at times in Canada and in the UK overseas. And uh, anyone who's interested in, in uh, those programs, as we said at the beginning, uh, PSMinfo at bluedeer.org would be the place to go and uh, places there to refer to, um, you know, speaking to somebody who can uh, give you more orientation. Wonderful. And the website itself is bluedeer.org. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, bluedeer.org. And um, you can, uh, people can look that up or PSM info at bluedeer.org. Either way, they'll get there. Okay. Now, for people who are um, not nearby uh, your center, and are looking to find somebody who, you know, a, a healer that they can go to for some plant spirit medicine. Is there, is there any kind of listing of um, certified practitioners or how could they go about finding somebody more in their local yes. area that they could see? Yes, there is a roster. And, you know, rather than um, giving people a variety of different websites here, uh, the bluedeer.org one will take people or at least lead people to to what they need in that respect. So oh, perfect. that's the simplest. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Boyd had one question for you here as well. Yeah, there's, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just wondering uh, how, like a lot of people are going to be uh, listening to the show here and there's going to be a lot of interest in it. And there's, uh, I'm just kind of putting myself in their shoes and, how how can you or what can you say to them to help them overcome um, the fear uh, of the unknown here and perhaps even some some judgment from their peers? Do you have any advice mm -hmm. on this subject? Um, well, yes, and that is uh, well. So far as um, overcoming fears are concerned, well. You know, the way to deal with fear involves um, uh, what's commonly called facing it, which means that, um, you know, rather than trying to run away from it or try to do something to avoid it or deny it or placate it or something, you look at it, you feel it, and in the face of that fear, you, you reach for the antidote of fear, which is a heart quality called courage. And... Uh, if there's something in you, uh, let's call it a voice or a prompting, 
that says, uh, hmm, I need to explore this area, this direction. And when you uh, consider that, uh, you know, it's unknown and therefore it can be scary. So, uh, but, uh, oh, that's scary. But um, if your heart says, oh, there's something for you to get there, then the heart can also supply you with the courage to say, well, yes, you're scared, uh, but so what? Go for it anyway. <laughs> That's what there is for you to do. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, everybody has that. All, heart, all human hearts have that capacity for courage. So um, the other thing I would mention uh, also is, um, uh, you know, part of this matter of being nervous about exploring new territory um, has to do with uh, certain assumptions and expectations about what the new territory might hold or what it might be about. But uh, something that can be helpful there is just to take a moment to reflect and realize that it is unknown, and therefore you don't really know what's in that territory. So your expectations and so forth uh, are not necessarily... uh, well justified um, and they're not necessarily the truth of the matter so you could afford to be a little bit more experimental in your approach Um, but in the end you know certainly um, what I uh, teach and try to encourage for people is that um, in the end it's not about uh, believing or disbelieving anything it's about your experience and your experience is undeniable so um, I always encourage people to um, take the take the um, testimony of their own experience and of course you can't do that without having the experience so right yeah um, you have to be willing to try it yes yeah. Those words, those words you just use, experience is undeniable. That's that's a pretty powerful statement. Like somebody, yeah. you know, if you're experiencing something and it's something is actually happening, how can you deny that? Like, that's right. I, like, I really like that. I'm good. I'm glad. I do too. <laughs> I like to say once you've ex- once you experience something, you can't unexperience it. Yeah, for sure. Elliot, I have uh, uh, one more question for you. Uh, we okay. We have a, a last segment of the show where we're going to do a reading. So for the listeners, the, the show isn't coming to the end. But I have one more question that I want to ask you, and then um, then we're going to let you go back to whatever it is that you need to do today with with um, your plant okay. spirit medicine and everything else. And that question is, you had. Um, said earlier or spoke to the fact that uh, if somebody, you know, all of us can basically connect with nature and connect to that oneness and that unity. And is there one single way that stands out to you that would be maybe the most beneficial for somebody who's just wanting to really come into more harmony and and balance with nature? Yeah, well, it's a good question, and I, I, you know, I would be really hard-pressed 
to uh, select one, and the reason for that is, you know, people have different characters and different natures, and the very thing that can be so helpful for one person, another person may not do it for them, and vice versa. So there's no end, practically, of uh, methods uh, about this. Um, but this is another area, I think, that um, these days uh, requires a little bit of experimentation, uh, you know, trying different things, not to become a dilettante about them, but uh, in, in a way of, um, you know, checking out, as we were talking about a moment ago, what is my experience? Does this provide for me? Or doesn't it? And um, so I don't think it's about everybody joining the same bandwagon or the same sect or something like that, but rather from their own experience, finding the approach that uh, that really speaks to their heart and provides for them the the uh, um, the experience. You know, during our time together this afternoon. You know, I've been talking over and over again about the living wisdom and uh, and uh, awareness of plants, and uh, I think that uh, hearing that may sound like, oh, that sounds really good to a lot of people, but there's nothing like experiencing it for yourself. Mm. So the Beautiful. same thing with the kind of way of uh, connecting that you're talking about. You know, for some people it may be sitting quietly on a cushion for meditation for another person that might be taking a walk in the woods for another person that might be, I don't know what, crocheting or something. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Right. So it's our, our own individual paths and to really, uh, really listen to our hearts. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, Elliot, we are going to say goodbye to you now. We're, uh, for our listeners, we're coming back for one more short segment. We will do the reading uh, for the week. Uh, thank you so much, Elliot, for yes. being with us today. Thank you very much. I'm, well, I hope we'd love to have you back on. i got another list of questions well, that we're waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, I'll be happy to, uh, to join you again whenever that comes about. So thank you for inviting me. Lovely. You have a wonderful day. Okay, and you too. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. And for all our listeners, we will be back in two minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. 
invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have just finished talking about plant spirit medicine with Elliot Cowan, and it was such a pleasure to have him here. Very, very interesting. Very much. Yeah, definitely. uh, We encourage everybody to find some way this week to connect to nature a little bit more, Um, maybe with a bit of a different perspective now after listening to the show. Uh, Before we go into our reading for the week, I just want to mention our upcoming classes and events. So on June 11th, Uh, This Saturday coming up, we have the kids Reiki Level 2, and that's the second part of the Level 2 for the kids. We also have a Reiki Share, which is free to everyone who would attend. So those who want to give Reiki or receive Reiki or just be in a place where they can meet uh, like-minded people and share experiences and knowledge and love and light. So please, please come on in for that. On June 12th, Leslie Johnson Wu is teaching a meditation class. And Leslie was on our show on April 25th, if you would like to listen to her speak further about meditation. And uh, our big event that's coming up is the Psychic Fair on June 25th. Uh, We're going to have amazing uh, readers, psychics, intuitives, Uh, mediums, Um, uh, Maggie Yanor, one of our guests, uh, is going to be here as well that day. So if you're in the area, please make a point to come by. It's free to attend. And uh, if you want a reading, it's $40 for 15 minutes and $80 for half an hour. And now, boy, what do we we have happening this week? Wow, it's um, obviously spring is in the air here. so from the, from the reading that we're getting, um, it looks like there's going to be a lot of weddings happening here this month, uh, the month of June. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have already uh, been to a few of them. Um, so there's there's going to be a lot of... <laughs> I pulled the card. When I pulled the cards here, it's all, all week. This is a lot of growth, a lot of weddings. Um, while you're... While you're out and about uh, going to these events, uh, don't be surprised uh, for those of you um, guys and girls that are single, um, meeting meeting people at these that uh, uh, you're going to connect with quite deeply. Uh, Middle of the week, it looks like there's going to be a lot of release going on, um, letting go of the past, uh, stuff that you've been holding on to, just try and let it go, whether it's emotional or Memories, painful stuff, let it go. And when you do, um, do uh, when you're able to do that and move on from those situations and no longer serve you, um, people, a person is going to be coming in. And the card that we got on, there's a reasonable bit of the ro- uh, romance cards. And um, this could be the one, the one that uh, touches you and connects with you. Um, Doug, do you have anything to add on to those? Do you get any information from that stuff there? 
Well, I mean, the middle of the week is a bit of a turning point for everybody. Uh, you know, in letting go of things, we are making uh, making way for new opportunities, and we're moving on to what is next. So, uh, there's a lot of uh, news, good good news, good um, new changes, and and that's what's coming through for the middle of the week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, towards the end of the towards the end of the week, uh, just be aware. Ladies and probably gents too. Um, I see a lot of engagements coming up here. Um, for those of you who are considering doing this, it's going to be a perfect time for it. Uh, your partner, your romantic partner, has been waiting uh, for a while for this to happen. So step up to the plate, get that ring out there, and and let her go and see what happens. You'll be very very pleased for sure. Um, the king, of, the king of Summer is what I'm reading here, and out of the card here is also it's saying excellent advice that comes from uh, comes from the heart, and it's definitely coming from my heart. So it is good advice. Yeah, and you know we were speaking so much of uh, living uh, from our heart, you know, even with Elliot, and really listening to our hearts and our intuition, and so a lot of heart-centered energy uh, coming through in the cards for this week, and and also the message. Uh, from Elliot as well. We also have the new moon that's uh, just happened this weekend and so uh, that's a time for uh, embracing everything that's new and embracing change and focusing on our manifestations and what it is that we're wanting to create for ourselves and for our families. Yeah. And yeah, again with the release card Put aside your concerns for now. Um, there's a decision that you need to make in a very uh, life-changing event. At this point in time, you can set that aside. Uh, you have a, if you have a desire to move on, let go, uh, finding more meaning in life, all this stuff is very available to you right now. There's a lot of new growth. Everything's blossoming, including your, your energies. So let that happen. Uh, when you're out and about, remember um, to to get enough sleep as well. Um, you want to make sure you're not getting overtired. That's uh, one of the things that uh, will recreate resistance in your life. If you get overtired, your, your mind's not going to have the clarity for this stuff. Yeah. So, do uh, you have anything else to add to that, Rebecca? Um. Just that, you know, in relation to talking about just letting your concerns and, and letting things go, uh, we really always have to come back to the fact that uh, we all know that everything happens for a reason. And everything happens in divine timing, which is the perfect timing for the highest good of everybody involved. And to uh, be worried and concerned about things that we have no control over. Um, really, it, you know, is, um, seems kind of crazy. So I just want to bring your attention back to that fact that everything is being looked after. And if you don't have control over it, you've just got to let it go. We thank you all for tuning in today. And uh, you've been listening to Awakened Hearts. We will be here the same time uh, next week, and we will have Dr. Nick Martin and Reverend Melinda Martin with us again. We are going to be discussing more details about ego medicine and how to bring our ego and spirit into balance in our lives. From our hearts to yours, Namaste. Namaste.
Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week. Thank you.